At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we got five games left to preview here in the NFL in Week 11. Let's bring on Ryan once again, kind enough to join us. And, uh, Ryan, we're talking Commanders and Texans here on Sunday. Commanders, obviously, a big win against the Eagles. They're minus three at the Texans this week. Are you worried at all about a letdown from Washington, or uh, do you like them to build some momentum off of that Philly win and carry it into this week against Houston? Yeah, this is kind of tricky, right? Because I like the Commanders, especially if they're going to get Chase Young back. I mean... You know, it's funny, and I mean, you have Heineke right now who's just playing with house money. And Washington defensively, they've been so dang good. Um, And you never really know what you're going to get from Houston. Like, that's a team where if I'm doing anything with them, I'm just looking at rushing props. You know, I mean, mean, Pierce has been just really fun to watch this season. But unless I'm getting double digits with the Texans, it's just a team I really don't want to back. So this is like one of the games that I have no interest in playing or even watching. This is a stay away from me. And I'm actually upset that this is the one that we lead off with after I was kicked off so rudely by Brad, (laughs) who hopped out a little bit too early. And, uh, so, yeah, I got nothing in this one. Do you guys have anything? I don't like anything either. The only thing I would play, like you said, is probably Texans uh, running back Damian Pierce props, maybe some commanders yeah. running back props. You're talking about Texans' worst rush defense in the league. Maybe go back to Antonio Gibson. Maybe go back to Brian Robinson props. So maybe just a bunch of running backs. Yeah, I mean, other than, like, Damian Pierce, like – Man, the Texans are just no fun. I mean, I would have killed for Brandon Cooks for the Packers, but right now he's so upset that, like, and that was the thing with Houston. I was going to see if maybe some of those guys that are stuck in that locker room, you know, some of those veterans, I mean, they're just really there for a paycheck right now, but they have to finish out the season. I was going to see if maybe they were going to be competitive, and they have been, again, like when they're double-digit dogs, but close spread like this, I just don't see them winning a game or staying within a field goal. And Washington, I mean, they have a bunch of momentum right now, and – I mean, they just watched they just watched Tennessee win on Thursday night football over Green Bay. That's huge for them. Like or any of those like kind of teams that are scrapping to get into the playoffs because I mean that's big. They make up two games for Green Bay. They're pretty much finished. So I think if the commanders win, they're in pretty good position to sneak into the playoffs, which I can't believe I'm saying that. But uh as long as we don't see Carson Wentz in that game, I would play Washington. 
Yeah, when we were previewing the Bears and Falcons game, I said that whichever team was the favorite, I would fade. If you like the Texans in this spot, it's got to be all about fading Washington because if yeah. they don't turn the ball over, if Heineke plays well, if the defense keeps playing like they're playing, they should win this game by seven points. You guys know I love looking at interdivisional matchups. We have the NFC East against the AFC South in this one. NFC East, seven and one straight up, six and two against the spread against the South this season. The only loss was when uh, Washington lost straight up to Tennessee when they had the ball at the two-yard line with first and goal. That's your only loss. And then that's obviously one of your against-the-spread losses. The other one was Philly on Thursday night against Houston when they won by 12 and couldn't cover the 14. So the NFC South, the NFC East has just dominated these AFC South teams. If Washington doesn't have an emotional hangover after that win against Philly, they should be fine. And I don't think they will. Heineke is the key. He, they're nine and two. Heineke. Now, they're nine, two and one against the spread in their last 12 games with him. He, he just, he reminds me of Romo. He's not the most athletic, uber talented guy, but he's just got an it to him and his guys rally around him. They love him. And uh, at least in these regular season games, he, he's money at the end of them. He just finds ways to win them. So commanders minus three or pass for me would probably be the play. Next game on the board, and I, I don't know if any of us want to I touch out, this. I'm out on it. Th- this is such a gross game. Raiders and Broncos, Ryan. I-, I don't know how you can like either team. But your eyes are perking up, so maybe you do. My eyes are perking <laughs> up, you guys, because like, I've been in a coma for, like the entire <laughs> week where I, I was like going to live and die with that Green Bay game. I just My wife, actually, you know what's funny? So Amanda said to me last night in the second half, she was just checking the score. We're staying in opposite rooms because we both got sick at different times. We just both want to be healed up for Thanksgiving, hopefully. So she texted me and she goes, not to be rude, but I kind of like when you're sick. You are very quiet and you have to be miserable right now. Because <laughs> you know, guys, with everything that I had, when Christian Watson caught that touchdown, I jumped. And then I got really excited when Austin Hooper, you know, scored a touchdown. Oh, my God. I I know I heard you. I was listening to the show for you guys. Are you? And I was like, yeah. Good call by PJ to run and play that one because Austin Hooper, that was a good move, Peach, by you. Um, but it's so scary playing like Austin Hooper props, right? Like it's not like a guy that you want to give out. But I was, you know, really quiet because that one really hurt. And so I wasn't yelling during the game or breaking anything for once because it was just over. Guys, this game is absolutely disgusting. I want nothing to do with it, though. No. Like, is Devontae Adams going to play? Is he not going to play? He's sick. Uh, I want nothing, nothing in this game. Pass. I actually forgot that it was even on. I forgot it was on the board. Pass. No, yeah, it's a pass for me too. I mean, the Raiders. <laughs> I can't see see them beating anybody twice in one season. But do you really want to back Denver laying points? I don't see with both of those coaches, McDaniel's and Hackett. No, it's a total pass for all of us. This next game, though, I know we got plenty of interest. I think Ryan and I are going to be on the same side. Game of the week, in my opinion, Dallas at Minnesota. Cowboys laying one and a half on the road, minus 120 on the money line, over under 48 and a half. Ryan, what are you doing in Dallas, Minnesota? Yeah, so in this spot, you guys, I really like the first half over, actually, over 23. I just think both teams are going to be able to score some points here. And I was, uh, again, stuck in the room, so I was so happy about that Packers win over the Cowboys that I watched the All-22 three times this week because I had nothing else better to do. And I thought Dak played terrible until I actually went back and watched that game. So Dak didn't play great, and he struggles, you know, in those cold-weather games at Lambeau Field. But 
man, on the all 22, CeeDee Lamb needs yeah. to run better routes. Like, he's given up on routes, you guys. And so those picks, neither of those were really on Dak. I just think this is going to be a bounce-back spot. Also, the Cowboys, you know, as long as they get um, Anthony Barr back in this game, you're able to put – you know, Micah Parsons back into what he's natural, naturally best at, and that's just rushing the quarterback. Not saying that he's bad in coverage or stopping the run, but that's what I want him doing. So when Dallas is fully healthy on the defensive side of the ball, they're a top-five defense, and I just really like them. I think we're going to get points. I don't know about the full game over, but I really like the scripted stuff, you know, from these play callers. Like Kevin O'Connell's been so good for Minnesota. Dallas right now just can't stop the run the last two weeks. I mean, I know it was Green Bay and Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, but they've given up, what, 400 yards the last two weeks, over 400 yards. Minnesota's been really good running the football, especially with those three-receiver, wide-receiver sets. But I just think fully healthy Dallas will do a better job defending those. But I do think we get some points, and I do think the Cowboys bounce back. People laugh when I say this, but I think Zeke's really important to the offense. I know he's not Zeke from his rookie year or second year, and he's not going to give you those explosive runs, but eating away and chipping away with those three-yard, four-yard runs and then setting things up for Tony Pollard just makes the offense that much better because you no longer have Amari Cooper, you know what I mean? And I like CeeDee Lamb, not all the time his route running. I like Michael Gallup, but you're missing a number one wide receiver. That's why OBJ would be such a huge pickup, but I think they bounced back. I thought that was a fluky loss to Green Bay. We saw that green bay just lost to tennessee dallas was up 14 points in that game and like pj called three weeks ago i think minnesota are still frauds look at the way they beat buffalo you guys that was the flukiest game ever josh ever. Allen, a safety and it, like so much i mean the catch by the catch the, the drop dallas wins i like the full game over but let's go with the first half over uh because i think that um kevin o'connell and uh even uh man, even you know Kellen Moore will have good scripted drives here. I'm out on this, uh, just because I don't want to play Cowboys. I know. It's your team. I think it. I think the Cowboys will win, but I can't bet it. I'll let you take it. That's I mean, fine. I do think that the Vikings are a big time fraud. I think Val- Dallas's defense and offense is is much better. Yeah, I-, I love Dallas in this spot. Ryan, you hit on it. You know, Minnesota, they're still frauds. They're finding ways to win all these games, but they're not convincing. I like Dallas off a loss. I think they're going to bounce back. And I like Dak in a dome. I think he's going to play much better. I like the Cowboys quite a bit in this spot. <laughs> Next game, Bengals at Steelers. Tomlin 16-3-3 against the spread as a home underdog. Pittsburgh plus 3.5 at home this week against the Bengals. Ryan, who do you like in this game? Uh, yeah, I played Najee Harris under 49.5 rushing yards. He's injured right now. And... I mean, I just I don't know how many carries he's going to get in this game. And I actually like Cincinnati's defensive line quite a bit. I know they're without Jamar Chase, you know, so I'm also going to go first half under 20 and a half, under 20, wherever it's at right now. I played at 20 and a half minus 115. Without Jamar Chase, the offense just isn't as explosive. And we talk about this, you know, every week. And now you have TJ Watt back. You go back, you watch that week one game, and he just blew that offensive line up. He gave Joe Burrow hell. And we know what the Steelers do, right? They're going to play a ton of too high. Week one, I believe they used it on 55% of Burroughs dropbacks. And when teams use that too high against Cincinnati, you know, at more than a 50% clip, the Bengals haven't scored more than 20 points this season. You guys, they only average 17. And the Steelers, that's what they play. And now TJ Watt's back. And uh, so I like the first half under in this game. And I like Najee Harris under on his rushing yards. And I like that you know, we're getting it up to 49 and a half because last week I know he had 99 or whatever it was, but he had 20 carries in that game. 
and the Bengals are pretty solid against the run. So Najee Harris under first half under in this game. And then I lean Steelers. I think the Steelers can cover. I don't know if they could win this game, but I think they could keep it within a field goal. They always play Cincinnati tough. Yeah, I would probably just take Cincinnati on the money line. Very tough to take, um, you know, any team to beat a divisional rival twice unless there's some sort of huge talent gap. We know that the Bengals want to absolutely crush. Yeah, John Morant has is gone down with an ankle injury, just as a heads up. Um, you know, that we, they want to crush the Steelers. They've been, you know, the big brother for a really long time. And now, you know, Joe Burrow is is sort of the face of the franchise, and I think they want revenge. But the problem is no Jamar Chase, right? But they have figured some things out with Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Defense has been pretty solid. Steelers offensively have gotten rid of some of their talent, right? I'm not sure that I trust Kenny Pickett. I would have to just take the Bengals on the money line. It's an interesting game, guys. I mean, listen to the schedule upcoming for Cincinnati. At Tennessee, home against Kansas City, home against Cleveland. Minus with Watson back. I can't do it. At Tampa, at New England, home against Buffalo, home against Baltimore. I mean, this is their easiest game left on the schedule. Yeah. So Cincinnati has to win this game. They has have to. to. They have to. But- it's moved down from four and a half to three and a half, right. too, which gives me a little bit of pause. I think I still like Cincinnati minus three and a half. I'd probably, buy, I guess, because it's minus 200, I have to buy the three, not the nice. money line. Yeah. I think I think what you should do, my gift since I've been off this week, I would play the Najee Harris rushing prop right now because he's dealing with a knee injury, right? I know he kind of went off last week, but also uh, Jalen Warren, I know it was only nine carries, but that was a career high for him and he had 36 yards. I just, I think that this, I think he's going to get a bigger workload. So I think 49 and a half, I think that's going to close around like probably 45, 44 because, I mean, is he even going to play? He's questionable right now. He's dealing with a knee injury. Yeah. If he does go. I mean, it could be a game where he gets like eight, nine carries and Jalen's cooking and they go with him. Plus, it's it's going to be tough to run. And I love the first half under in his rush. I think that's, yeah. I think that's, that, I think that's a I'm good look. I think the Bengals' money line, I think yeah. they're going to get some revenge. Like I the do Steelers too. always beat up on them. I think Burrow, they just need to figure out how to beat this too, like the too high because now it's all about running the ball. And they're 26 in the league at rushing. But Joe Mixon did just have a huge performance where he had four touchdowns in the first half. Granted, it was against a terrible Carolina team. It's still a pretty good defense. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, the only problem is, man, without um, right now without uh, Jamar, they just haven't been the same offense throwing the ball. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, It's going to be a close game. That first half under, I think, is a good look. Ryan, real quick, we got 30 seconds left. Kansas City at the Chargers on Sunday night football. Second time they're meeting. Chargers have been machines when Herbert's been a dog of three or more points. Do you like them plus five and a half? And any thoughts on the total 52? Yeah, I played the Chargers. I'm going to sprinkle a little money line. You know, I believe they've covered five straight against Kansas City. They always play them tough. And it looks like Herbert's finally going to get some weapons back, which is going to be huge for him. For sure. Trista? I agree, especially considering Keenan Allen and, and Mike Williams will be in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 